Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, welcome back to the Villa View. It's time for a match preview for Villa's trip to Southampton tomorrow to take on Southampton. Obviously, that's who they're playing. I'm your host, Dan Bardell, joined by my good friend, Ty Bracey. And I'm, first off, I'm absolutely amazed by the fact that I've actually got makeup on still from this morning at Sky, and I still look absolutely horrific. Oh, Ty, you went on Sky this morning, Dan, you didn't I like, to, I like to let people know I look absolutely <laughs> terrible. Spent longer in the car than I have done in terms of sleep. This show is sponsored by... Pure, no, it's not. It's sponsored by Luke Roper again, and you get 20% Ooh. off by using the code TVV20. Use it, treat yourself if you, if you want to. Yeah, get yourself some Luke Roper garments. Ty, have you got Luke Roper on? Because I have not. Uh, nope. Got, Less... uh, hang on, wait there. I, I haven't, however, got out of the, I've got out the Luke Christmas hamper. I yeah. do have Luke Roper Luke socks, socks on. Excellent. So you can get yourself some. We have Luke socks on. Yeah, get yourself twenty percent off Luke Roper socks and everything else that they have to offer. Ty, we're here to talk about Villa going to Southampton tomorrow. Fortunately for Villa, Southampton have picked up a little bit of form. We'll come on to that later. Nathan Jones is Southampton side. So talk about James Ward Prowse as well because he's on good form since Nathan Jones. Is oh, I've seen so. a crazy stat about him oh, earlier. Then. Actually, he's only two off Beckham's free kick record. Yeah, he's, he's been creeping up on that for Levels, a while. mate. Levels. Yeah, he's scored a couple of free kicks against us before in years gone by as well. So slightly worried about him. I feel like he always has a good game against us he as does. well, Jones Ward-Price. But let's start with Danny Ings. Danny Ings, former Southampton player as well, has left Aston Villa today to join West Ham. I can see why we've done it, but there's also a lot of me that thinks, why have we done that? How do you see it? Uh, I'm... I, I think it's the right thing to do. However, I expected one in, one out. And I'd, I had put a tweet and I deleted it because, you know, <clears throat> social media. Um, I thought it would go really quiet until we had found a suitable 
you know, I, I wouldn't say replacement, but someone who fits Emery's system a bit more. I, I, I thought that that would genuinely be a thing. And I thought, yeah, that'll go a bit quiet and it won't happen until we've got a replacement in. Um, but that doesn't appear to have happened just yet either. And obviously that's a quite a quick turnaround if that was to happen. Um, as it only happened yesterday, it all happened very quickly. Like when we signed him, Danny, you know, that's, that's, that's how he does business. The, the, the thing that frustrates me about, I, I think I said this to you earlier in the in the Villa View WhatsApp group. Anytime when he scored uh, against Wolves, it was Wolves. Yeah, it was against Wolves. Uh, he scored, and he comes into the whole end and he's screaming what at the whole end. And I was thinking, I haven't really seen anybody slating you online. So what are you like actually angry about? I think he just wants to play, doesn't he? he just wants to start every week and that. Yeah, but shouting what I us ain't gonna change anything. Like it's not at us, do you know what I mean? No, Villa fans have, have liked Danny Ings in fairness, haven't exactly. I? Don't, I don't recall yeah, him ever getting, any of getting any slack online. So when he was doing that, like, don't get it wrong, I love the passion, but I was thinking, hang on, mate, no one's giving you our time on on timeline, you know, wind it in a bit. He's but, scored some important goals recently as well. That's the thing. Two, two against Brighton, you know, he's he scored their equaliser against Wolves to save us a point. So he, He's been in. He's been in the team. He's been in the squad. He's been scoring yeah. goals. He is our top goal scorer. So from that point of view, the thing that disappoints me is we're obviously going into this game tomorrow without him, and we haven't got anyone coming in. So Watkins has been injured himself. If anything happens to him, which which don't have a centre forward, and it feels strange to me. Uh, it is a little bit risky, but I think we're going into uh, after tomorrow. There's a, is there a two? Is there an international break? I think. No, nah, we're just not playing the FA Cup because we. Didn't oh, is it just, it's just us that aren't playing? Okay, yeah. um, that makes sense. I thought it was uh, maybe an international break. I didn't look what was going on in the middle of our fixtures, um, but it gives us time to get something done. It really does. So I'm not stressed. No, I, I'm not. There will be one in. There will 100% be a, a striker in, you know, someone who can play wide slash striker, whatever. Um, I, I definitely believe that that will happen. Yeah, I think there'll probably be a central midfielder who will kind of play that hybrid role that Ramsey and McGib have been playing as well. I think I think two will come in. That, that's that's what I think. Yeah. I think. I think we'll get it get at least two come come through the door. We'll see what happens in the next few weeks. But we do. We kind of feel a bit light now. That's that's my problem with this game. I would say the team pretty much picks itself. I can't, yeah. you know, it's pretty pretty obvious how, how we'll line up at this point. Yeah, I, I think you can predict the a similar eleven. Um, you might switch one or two in the middle of, you know, is it going to be Ramsey or McGinn just in front of? Well, McGinn can't um, play because he's because he's injured. So it'd be is he still Ra- injured? Yeah, it'd be Ramsey and Buendia on, on, on the flanks, Watkins and Bailey up top. There's, there's yeah. literally Louise and Kamara. And then the back four pretty much picks itself as well because Luca Dean's out, so Moreno will, will probably come come in. I, well, I would hope. Moreno what was the extent of his injury of Luca Dean's injury? What was it? I don't think they've announced it properly. <laughs> if, I mean, I've been out all day, so I haven't seen anything that may well have spoke, spoken. Have about you? Didn't mention mate. Um, I did hear yeah, murmurs yeah, of, a dis- yeah. of a dislocated shoulder, but I don't. I don't know how true. Yeah, that I thought is. it was something arm related, but it happened mm. by the north stand, didn't it? So I couldn't really see what was going on. Yeah, there was murmurs of a dislocated shoulder after after a few right. days after it happened, but. You know, we've, we've obviously we've signed Alex Moreno. Good job we signed him. Augustinson's back yeah. as as well, but it seems like he'll be on his way. But he's back for this game, so we'll probably line up on the bench. But Southampton, as I said earlier, have come into a, a little bit of form. Won a couple of cup games. Won their last league game at Everton, which was an absolutely huge result at the bottom yeah. of the table. Good resilience as well because they went behind. And you know, I've had a little, I've had a few little pops on the things I do at, at Nathan Jones, thinking it wasn't a great appointment. 
but he just slowly seems to be getting his messages across now. And he's done something very clever with James Ward-Prowse in that he's firmed them up in central midfield a little bit and moved Ward-Prowse forward, kind of playing as a number 10. And it paid dividends against Everton because he scored yeah. two goals, one of them being a free kick and one that was very well taken as well, not the kind of goal we've seen him we've seen him score before, really, for Southampton. Yeah. Um, we, we can't go into it like we did against Stevenage, that's all I know. I mean, I know we didn't play... Our best eleven against Stevenage, but I think we 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 can't show them too much. We can't give them give them too much respect. We've got we've got to go in there and we've got to be we we've got to give hundred percent, mate. We we can't go into the the. We just got to find some consistency in the form. Like we have to forget about that. That Stevenage. Fairness, though, we have we have been consistent because in the league. You know, is it one, four, one, three or four, and drawn one and lost? Oh yeah, one yeah, we're, we're, we're doing great in the league, but we can't go into it thinking Southampton are, are in. Oh no, I don't. Mean, they've had I a good game against Everton, so. but their, their form throughout the season hasn't been great. So we, we've got to go into it, um, and we've got to work hard. We really have. Yeah, I mean, we've won two away games under Emery so far. So, so we've so Villa have been a poor away side over the years, being Emery's first two away games. Villa have showed some some different facets to their game. Really, they've grinded out results when when they've needed to, and seen out games quite comfortably. Come from behind against Brighton to win, which is important. And then Tottenham. To be fair, we we were very good, and I never really felt like we were in trouble. Although to be fair, Tottenham have been pretty poor since we came back after the World Cup, but. We've shown that good, that resilient side in away games, haven't we? we? We've looked a bit more streetwise, which is something Villa haven't been o o over the years. So this is a chance to win three away games in a row, which is, you know, we did the Stato show yesterday. That's huge for us. First time since John Gregory's era, that? Is that uh, I think it was Dean Smith. So Dean Smith, we won the first three away games of the lockdown season, so 21-22. Oh, okay. No, I'm, I'm, I've got confused. 2021 20, or, or is it a, a, a manager's first three away games? No, no. I mean, yeah, to be fair, Gregory got off to a flying start when he, when he took over. He, he had a tremendous record when he first came in. But Villa haven't won three away games in a row since that lockdown season with Dean Smith. So it's, it's a huge chance for us to, to go and take another monkey off our back. There's the stat from, from yesterday's Stato show. Fulham, Leicester and, and Arsenal, you know. We've played good teams as well. Yeah, Brighton is a particularly tough place to go and get a result. Villa have gone there and won 2-1. Tottenham, yeah. as I've said, you know, they're a bit up and down at the moment, but still a fantastic result. Southampton, yeah. we lost there last season, but yeah, we've got a chance to, to do something here. Emery will have a plan for this game, but I still just come back to the little concern for me now is now that Ings has gone, I find the game's not really going in our favour. We haven't really got anything to come on and change it other than Coutinho, who's been more missed than hit so far this season. And I think that's where we need to get some business done, Dan. It's the the, the depth. It's having that game-changing substitution. Um, and I think that's something that will come within this window and the next window. We, we need a strong bench. And at the minute, you know, there's areas where we, we need to improve, mate. So, you're right. Yeah, I'm just thinking, uh, who who is even going to be on the bench? Because Bednarek can't be on the bench because he's on loan from Southampton. We've lost Danny Ings now, so they're two players that were in the squad the last game. Yeah, yeah it feels like well, are we going to get be able to get nine sub? You know, Caden Young's been on been on the bench recently. Yeah, he's are on the bench, but again, you look at those options and it's it's pretty sparse if things aren't going well. You know. We've we've left ourselves a, a little bit short for me. I know it's only one game, then there's a break, and then they'll be we'll be sorted. We'll have done our business by the time the next league game comes round. But it, it just it, something doesn't feel quite right. Even though 
I'm really excited under Ender Emery with what we've done. I'm really happy with what we've done so far. I do feel the ink sale, although I get it, has left a little bit of a sour taste. And if you look on social media, there's a mixed reaction to it. People not really understanding why we've why we've let him go, especially so close to a game. It is a little bit head scratchy, but in there's been a mixed bag. I think everybody understands the reasoning behind it, but it's the timing behind it. The, 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 there's still a couple of weeks left in the window or just, you know, maybe 10 days. What's the date? 20th? Yeah, 11 days left of the window. Um, I just think we would have had something lined up a little bit closer to them. So I think we're just going into this game with a little bit of a risk and a little bit short up top. But the goals have been coming from everywhere, Dan. You know, they've been coming from, you know, they've been coming from the middle, been coming from wide. And I think we're going to be all right. Our strikers aren't our main place where we get our goals from. You know, it's not the Ben Teke era where he's doing absolute numbers in a season. Do you know what I mean? So the goals are coming from everywhere, Dan. Yeah, so I think I disagree. I disagree with that. Where are, I don't, I don't see Ramsey can pop up with a goal. Um, yeah. Bailey's obviously been in decent form. Watkins has got a fair few goal contributions since Emery came in. But, but Brendan has scored a couple as well, to be fair, recently. But you know, what I'd like to say I was thinking about this earlier. Centre back never scores a goal from a corner. Or a, or a free kick. Off a header, yeah. The last time a player, I think my math is correct. The last time a Villa player scored a, a header from a, from a set piece, a Villa defender scored a header from a set piece, was Esri Concer, December 2021, I want to say, against Leicester when we won 2 1 under Steven Gerrard. Was that 2021? I'm getting confused with my years. Yeah, it would have been 2021. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time for a, to, for a defender not to score. And we've had Chambers have scored a, a worldie since then, but I'm talking about genuine headers. From a set piece, our defenders don't chip in with goals. Mings for his size should be should be scoring a lot more goals. And in games that are tight, and Southampton have this with Ward Prowse, sometimes you need something from from a set piece to win a game. I find that quite alarming that a centre back hasn't scored a header for that long. I get it, but from the first part of the season, we had Douglas Louise shooting, so that you're yeah. rarely gonna. We, we, he was trying to score from corners, and it was happening. So you're not really gonna get those from from the corners. But the set pieces, we do tend to. To have a shot, don't we? As opposed to like a little dink into whoever's in the middle. So I, I I do see where you're coming from, but I think Danny Ings' last three of his four goals have been penalties. Um, so I guess we're missing a penalty taker. You, you could say that. I definitely want to see some more goals from Watkins, man. We, we know it's there. We really do know it's there. So I, I hope he can get firing. I really do. But the, the, there'll definitely be one through the door. What's your, what would be your take on if you had a straight? A straight choice between Watkins and Ings. Who would be, who would be your man? Because for me, I've I've said it all season. I still think Watkins offers you more in terms of stretching defenses. I think he worked. He's worked it's hard. He's more, more athletic. For me, I think what I, I prefer I prefer Watkins, which is why I think Emery does as well. Which is I can see why Ings has gone because he's not part of the long term thinking of Emery. It was a chance to recoup fifteen million that maybe we can reinvest in getting someone and a, a better quantity of player in who fits the system a, a bit more, but. Some Villa fans again, they're they're upset that we've we've got rid of Ings and are left with Watkins. But to, to me, I think Watkins offers us more. He's far more than just the goal scorer, and it's his the running sides are a massive part. Dan, he doesn't stop running. He's always pressuring the back line, and as you said, stretching them out. So, as a, a player who's come from a naturally wide position, he, he he has that to his advantage where he can drag those 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 defenders' lines, mate. Um, but. As, as we've said, there's I, I'd choose Watkins over Ings, but they're in in Emery's system anyway. I think, but I, I think he'll go to West Ham and do well. They're they're lacking a goal scorer. They're, I'm not sure not he will. Scoring. 
no, I think he'll do all right, man. Um, in the right team, he, he will do well if the, if there's chances there. He does score chances, Ings, he does, mate, but there's just got to be one through the door. I thought we might have seen something today, if I'm honest. I, I, really I liked him for but... this game. He's got a good record against his old teams. Well, he also has to pop up goals against his old teams. He scored against Southampton last season. He got a good record against Burnley, scored against them last season. Yeah, so he's useful. Again, yeah. against his his old teams, I guess it's just it's a little bit underwhelming for us going into going into this game. We had a great great result last time out, but beating Leeds. Although I didn't think we were brilliant, you know, we ground again, we ground, grinded it out, and we, we we got the win. But I do think feel like the Ings sailors left a little bit of a sour taste going going into this game for the Villa fans because we do feel like we're short, and you want to have a chance of winning every game. Just everything's been really great under Emery so far, isn't it? He's had hundred percent backing from the fans. They're happy. We we love the direction that we're going in. So it's a bit head. It's probably a little bit above his head, to be honest, Dan. Um, now, I got now from his press conference. I got the impression that he is making all the footballing decisions at the moment. He was saying, "I decided this. I wanted this. This is what I want to do." I feel like he is. He's got more. But, more do, well, Ashley Priest had put out that Duran wasn't his signing. But Emery signing. I, I think yeah, Langer's, been, Langer's been looking at him and Langer's been going backwards and forwards from, from America by some things. But also, from this is what Greg put in his athletic article about things going and Villa striker yeah. situation. Greg said that Emery was actually tracking him at Villa Royale. Yeah. So I don't think he comes in as an oven ready player that, you know, he's just ready. What, oven ready? What am I on about? I don't think he comes in as a Premier League ready player, you know, and, and plays straight away for us. Duran, obviously, he's been bought with the next few years in mind, but. He may come in and, and hit the ground running. Sometimes that happens with, with, with players. You know, he's very, very physical. He's got a lot of attributes, but he does feel a little bit raw from the bits I, I, I've seen of him. So we've, essentially at the moment, we've lost things and replaced him with someone who I don't think is going to be ready to start yet. It, so, it wouldn't be fair on him to have that pressure on him of, no. uh, you know, if, should something happen to Watkins. I wouldn't mind um, him on the bench this way, though. I, I don't... He can't play. He can't. He's yeah, not registered I, I, still. I, I, I didn't think he could. Um... But yeah, I'd say early next week we'll hear something, Dan. If 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 it's not going to be today, we're a bit funny with announcing signings, aren't we? So I think well, it comes from nowhere a lot of the time. You, you don't even know that they're, yeah. that they're coming. Like Villa are the hardest team to find out information about in the in the Premier League. I've, I've seen that for for absolute sure over over the last few weeks. That you know, big media outlets like Sky they struggle to get anything out of Villa. It's just the yeah. way they have seen Greg with the Athletic as well. I know how how secretive Villa are and how they like to keep their business in-house. Every now and again, think things come out, but you, it, it's pretty clinical usually. You, you find out about it just as it's about to happen. John Percy gets the, gets the occasional, but at the moment, it's, you know, Villa are, they're working on things definitely at the moment, but I don't think there's many people that know for absolute fact what those things are. I think we'll be fine. We've just got to bite the bullet, go into this game a little bit short up top. And and we'll be fine. I, I have no I have no doubts we'll be all right going into this game. So we yeah, just haven't talk- got that we haven't got that that sub. No, that was the thing talk, you know, usually in these shows we'll talk about team selection and who we think might play. But I literally think the eleven picks itself at, at the moment. I don't I don't see anything different. Matty Cash will come back, he's fit again, he'll be he'll be on the bench. But, yeah, know, it'll be pretty, it'll be the same team that played against against Leeds, Bar Moreno yeah. will start instead of Luca Dean. That that's the team at the moment. They're, yeah, they're really much else. That Unai Emery can do unless he decides to throw Coutinho in, but I, I, I don't really see that at the moment. You know, that's the team we've got at the moment. It's a good team, it's a good eleven, but there ain't much past it, and that, that's slightly concerning at the moment. So we can't really talk about team selection because we know what it's going to be. So I'm going to be a bit more interesting to find out what your score prediction is, Todd. You want my score prediction now? Yeah, why not? <sighs> 
2-1, Villa. 2-1 to Villa. Yeah. I mean, a tentative 1-1. Which is still a good result. Yeah, I'd, I'd take a point. Yeah, I'd take a Southampton, point. Have, Southampton have sorted themselves out a little bit. Unfortunately, but they've got a lot to play for, Dan. They've got a huge amount to play. Have you seen how tight it is down the bottom there? Yeah, it's horrible down there. I'd have to I'm, glad. I'm so, yeah. Thank Mate. God Emre came in when he We're, did, we're moaning about a striker and there's like a 6-17 battle for the bottom three, man. And I'm so glad we're in that mix, mate. Do you know what? I'd take, yeah, look at that. We would have been in it though, wouldn't we? I'd have probably been at the bottom of it under Gerard, I would say. There's seven teams, two points between seven teams, which is absolute carnage. I'd rather have zero strikers than be in that position. Let's just put it that way. Well, we're not far off zero strikers, in, in, <laughs> in, in fairness, Ty. It takes one more to be injured and we haven't literally got zero, zero strikers. Obviously, Archer's gone out alone as well. But, you know, we, we're moving at the table. I do think we're heading in the right direction. People having a go at me on Twitter earlier for something I said on Sky. That I, I said that we wouldn't qualify for Europe and people took that to heart. I, I still, I don't think we'll finish top seven. I'm just being honest. I don't, I don't, it's not impossible. I didn't say it was impossible, but my personal opinion is Aston Villa will not get European football for next season. It's not impossible, but there is some teams like Fulham are probably overperforming a little bit. I don't really like to use that term when it's a bit unfair when they're playing some good football. Um, Fulham are overperforming a little bit. You can probably suggest they'll drop, but then you got Liverpool and Chelsea who are underperforming. Who are probably a little bit lower than they should be. So I'd be happy if anything top half of the table this season, yeah. Dan. If, if there's a European push, there's a European push. I'm, but there is no, it doesn't really cross my mind to be fair, as long as we stay in and around the top half of that table. It's progress, isn't it? Yeah, you know, ninth, tenth, I'd be very, very, very happy with that. I think that would be, that would be a good season, especially after what happened yeah. last season. And especially given how we started the season, you know, this little mini run really that we've had under Emery has done wonders for us because we would have been in, in the mix with that team. If Emery had come in and not hit the ground yeah, running, yeah. that would be us in that little mini league going on at the bottom. And you don't want to be Absolutely. down there. Anything and we've had happening. some tough teams, Dan. We've had some teams who are playing some oh, good but Yeah, since man. Emery's come in, you know, we, I really think we'd have got three, four points max under the previous regime. You know, Unai Emery's come in and he's, he's picked up big points again, big results again, you know, things we've never done before, beat Manchester United, come from behind to win away games, you know, achieve things that they haven't been good at for years. But I do, I do think, like the comment that just popped up, I do think this is a tough one at the weekend. I think a good time to play Southampton was probably pre-World Cup or even just a couple of weeks ago would have been a good time to play Southampton. But yeah. they feel a bit more aligned now. Now the fans seem a little bit more on board with what Nathan Jones is offering. I mean, it was only maybe 10 days ago they were telling him that his football was shit. Literally singing that to him, and then they win two cup games and win a league game, and suddenly a little bit of feel good. It's just the fickle nature of football, isn't it? But this this is a tough oh, one. This is a tough one at the, the at the weekend. We haven't had a great record down there either in, in recent know, years. That that that's just come up down there from Chris Swan. I was thinking in my head, then I was thinking, you know what? It probably could be a nil nil. To be fair, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I think it will actually be quite a cagey game because I think Southampton will. I don't think they'll come out and, and, be, and be expansive. You know, under House and Hootle, they were always quite expansive. Southampton was quite open, played quite a high line. You knew how they were going to press. Nathan Jones feels like he's trying to firm things up just, just a little bit. And again, like us, be a little yeah. bit more streetwise. You know, a bit Man City the other week. Man City were poor that day, but, you know, still to beat Man City when they're poor is a is, is a great result for them. So, you know, they deserve some credit and they've definitely got to be wary of them, especially Jones Ward-Prowse, because that changing position sure, mate. seems to be doing well for him. I think that does us for this week's preview tie. 
Don't forget, if you didn't watch it or you don't know about it, we did do the AVFC Stato match preview as well, where we go through all AVFC Stato stats that he comes up with before games, looking at the current season, looking at the opposition, and then finding a stat that is peak Villa. So enjoyed doing it. You know, Dale, who's AVFC Stato, he was quite nervous doing it. He'd never really done anything like this before, but I was really keen to, to get him involved and, and, and do the show with him because I've really loved the stuff that he's done on Twitter for years. So if you haven't watched that, Go back and check it out. If you want to get yourself some Luke Roper Clubber, use the code TVV20 and you'll get 20% off everything they have to offer, including socks, not the ones that Ty is wearing. We'll be back with a purity post-match points at some point, maybe Sunday, I would predict. But do subscribe to the channel with your post notifications on and then you'll know exactly when the next video is coming. If you're going to Southampton tomorrow, enjoy. I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you bring home the three points. Only one thing left to say. Up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.